0: Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross-Sections, a weekly podcast dedicated to everything science fiction. It's me, your sci-fi boy, Colin Brandon, and with me tonight is...
1: Mark Potker. I'm Ben Young. I'm Bill Jarvis.
0: Andrew's back. And tonight we are talking about Cowboy Bebop. Oh boy.
2: Oh boy.
0: <laughs> it's uh. the episode that uh, we've all been waiting for. Yeah. Even if you didn't know. I, I know now. That's what's important. Uh, Cowboy Bebop was originally aired in 1998 in Japan. Uh, it was written by Kaiko Nobumoto, and directed by Shinichiro Watanabe. Good as it's gonna get, bud. Oh, that was great!
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, no need to apologize for that, like every YouTuber ever who uses a Japanese
0: person's name. Yeah. YouTubers. Am I right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah potatoes fucking content creators <laughs> <laughs> okay, um yeah, so as I said, originally aired in nineteen ninety eight uh when did it come to uh the united States was it ch- was like nineteen
3: ninety eight yeah yeah I was gonna what say this this kind of um, October
0: hmm
4: even if it wasn't simulcast, it was at least oh dubbed okay. <laughs> gotcha. yeah.
0: they knew what they had. yeah all righty um well i don't have much else to uh start up with that so i guess i'm just gonna say ben what is this show about
5: in the year 2071 in a colonized solar system Two bounty hunters named Spike and Jet seek fortune while battling their own pasts and picking up stragglers, including a corgi, a conman, and a Put child hacker. Okay. It's Cowboy Bebop!
4: <laughs> I feel like it's like, it's like, um, no one can help but do the beep, like the add a P in.
5: And I it, said Bebop.
4: Okay. <laughs> yeah, the... yeah, it's cowdoid Cal- Bebop. Pee
1: bop. It's cowdoid <laughs> bee poop. <laughs>
0: um
2: did you guys I'm curious actually, um did you guys watch this in sub or dub?
0: Uh, I did a dub because I was told it is good enough. This is <laughs> so I the first time I'd ever seen Cowboy Bebop
2: was on uh, Adult Swim. I think that's how a lot Same. of Americans probably saw it. And uh Man, this dub really holds up.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So this is like top quality anime dubbing. So like, I, This is back when they actually gave a shit. I, they don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I
0: always have a problem with the dub when I watch an anime. Um, yeah. Often enough, I don't know why, but it just sometimes it seems like the English voice actors kind of just phone it in. Like it's a 9 to 5, they just kind of went in and did their thing and left. So here's the thing about that.
2: Um, at least, and especially of modern animes, it's like Mark said, this wasn't simulcast. This, you know, was shot in Japan over, you know, it, it aired over a certain amount of time and eventually came over to America. Well, they they had time. They actually had time to, like, get voice actors and, like, do the lines and actually direct them. Modern anime, it's just... it. it it's simulcast it's oh the episode aired in japan get it dubbed like yesterday get it like get it dubbed now so we can get this put out like it they they, these people have like maybe two hours max to get an episode of any anime dubbed which is absurd it's, uh, it's not it's not good for anyone it's not good for um the fans it's not good for the the talent you know it's uh unfortunately just uh something that a lot of people are used to but we used to have really great dubs like this cow Cal- or um uh trigon is an amazing dub. Oh yeah um some other ones like uh, the dragon ball z has an amazing dub big o all those adult swim and cartoon network animes had incredible dubs so it's just kind of a shame to uh to see that uh where we've where we've gone to now with with uh, you know things modern modern anime and unfortunately I couldn't really name anything off to you since it's been a little while. They canceled A-Sen oh. again, so I haven't watched anything
4: recently.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's his one impetus to watching anime is having to go interact At this with point,
4: people that dress up. <laughs> the last Even anime then. I can think of that I watched, well, actually I've been watching uh, Japan Sinks, dubbed. And uh I think it's pretty good. I'm surprised. I don't know.
0: I I could just be seeing something that's not actually there, but yeah, you know, sometimes it just seems like
4: it's not always the best. But Oh yeah, more often than not, I definitely think dubbed is the Can wrong I get this?
5: Choice. Can I get this podcast in
3: dubbed?
1: Oh. <coughs> oh no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm French, you can find you my want. father
5: cuz I don't I don't get it. I I don't get anything you guys are saying. Japan did you say Japan sinks? Mhm. Like is it a is it, is,
4: it is it an anime
5: is it an anime about sinks in Japan or
4: it's an anime where um it's actually incredibly uh difficult to watch. It's very sad and gruesome. Uh <clears throat> Yeah, these, these huge the earthquakes start taking place oh. all around Japan and everything is uh going haywire and the island sinking and this it's, it's, it's sinks. like just very it's, a verb. Uh, it's very gory and uh unforgiving
5: got it All right, that's that's kind of cool all right well, yeah. I, I don't know why I forgot sinks was a verb anyway
3: <laughs> <Carry on. laughs>
2: So, so let's talk about a good anime. Let's talk about Cowboy Bebop. Yeah.
3: Speaking of the dub. Segway.
1: Speaking of the dub, I want to just talk about how, how much I love Steve Steve Blum's voice. He is the voice yes. of Spike. He is so freaking oh, yeah. good. It's and perfect. You, you can point him out wherever he shows up. Because like mm. other voice actors, he does a shit ton of work all the time. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you can modulate your voice and play another character in the same exact series. So... Yeah, so he's good. He's been on Rebels. Um, what was he? On? Sorry, there's a bunch of stuff that he's been in squadrons. He does a lot of Star Wars stuff actually. I didn't think about that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean I, his voice is very distinct. I feel like it fits the character so well. That sort of nonchalance but super competence sort of thing like that Spike is and I feel like Steve Lumb's voice just lends that so well. So
0: Good old Spike Spiegel. Yeah, totally agree with you.
2: I mean, some, some of the voice acting's a little bit kind of, you know, a little, little sketchy from the supporting cast, but the main cast of characters oh, all yeah. have incredible voice acting. Everybody there, I can't imagine their voices being uh, any other way. I was going to watch an episode of the uh, of the sub just to kind of compare it, but I didn't end
0: up doing that. I got caught up and how good the dub is i accidentally put on the sub for the beginning of one episode because my brain sometimes uh i see sub and dub and i'm like uh yeah. w- which one's which and i just like hit and it I'm like, the not shit. that one
1: <laughs> yeah it's yeah i uh i feel like um i can't so if i were to like throw on this happens to me with any foreign language film is that like if i have the dub on or I have the dubbing on or whatever. And then I put the subtitles on my brain cannot compute reading the text because it's usually translated differently than the dub is put into place. Mm-hmm. And my brain just kind of goes haywire and I can't actually concentrate on that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, As, yeah, so now, now that we're especially
2: on- since I, especially since I watch English language movies and shows with, the the dub the subtitles on.
1: Oh yeah, that's easy because well, it's written and spoken the same. But yeah.
0: also, while our language, uh, that being English, uh, translates pretty well from written to spoken, that doesn't go the same for other languages. It might not pair up as well. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I've never thought about that.
0: Yeah, true.
2: Yeah. So I th- I think that I think one of the the things that I really gravitate to towards especially for something like uh, Cowboy Bebop or um, I kind of mentioned briefly Trigun um, I think I like sci- I think I like sci-fi better as a subgenre mm. you know what I mean yeah like this is clearly like it's got aspects of like westerns with the bounty hunting. It's got aspects of noir stuff, especially towards the end there or the any of the Spike-centric episodes um, where they're kind of dealing with his past. Very noir. Um, but it's got this backdrop of sci-fi. It's all space. Like, space stuff is in the background, and I think that's really cool for me. It's similar with Trigun. Like, it's a, it's a you know, Western bounty hunter thing, but it takes place in the future. There are sci-fi aspects to it. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm wondering if any of you maybe maybe not feel exactly like I do about that but i mean i love i love that overcasting of of
0: like noir and western well, sort of stuff i was going to say honestly that's one of my favorite things about this show is they're blending uh-huh. so many genres together and it works uh, it almost oh, kind yeah. of reminds me of um which is you know definitely uh it took inspiration from cowboy bebop and that's um uh, Firefly.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever, yeah, t- definitely
0: Firefly, but it, that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's it's combining the the western and the future sci-fi into yeah. one. I mean, Joss Whedon definitely leaned into that really heavily, more so than this show did. But mm-hmm. uh, the whole time I was watching, I was like, God, th- there's so many things that Firefly took from this show as inspiration.
5: <laughs> really quick, I just want to clarify because I was looking at something. Uh, it actually premiered in America in 2001.
0: That's what I was thinking. It's on yeah, Adult Swim, yep. wasn't it?
5: Yeah, was it on Adult Swim. Uh, it was the original. And fun fact, my favorite episode in the series actually didn't air until uh, February 15th, 2002. It was pulled out of the lineup because of uh, because of 9-11. Hmm.
0: The building blowing
5: oh. up? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, weird. That makes
2: sense. That tracks. Got it. Is uh, are you talking about um, the uh, Teddy Bomber? Yes, episode? yes, <laughs> yes.
5: <laughs> that's interesting. That that's your favorite episode. Undoubtedly the best episode, uh, and I will fight anyone on it. It's <laughs> it's.
0: Yeah.
2: It's uh, you guys. Were, you guys
5: were talking about something else, so I don't want to interrupt. I just want no, to no, get I in and, and get that. I just that. think that's Honestly, funny
2: that it was your favorite episode.
5: Yeah, if if that's something
1: that you love, I mean, I loved that episode. Honestly, the way they made like sort of a. <clears throat> a super incompetent cowboy <laughs> character and and the fact that spike found so much that he hated in the character that was also parts of him mm-hmm. and and fighting that and then like also it's a western episode like super western like you know cowboy wanders into town gets involved with some stuff and then went, goes off into the distance into the sunrise or the sunset <laughs> and uh, but he, he just happens to be a complete Idiot. So, like, it's wonderful.
0: The fucking horse came out of the elevator. I saw it.
5: It was like clear he was coming. I was like, that horse better be on that fucking elevator. (laughs) (laughs) It opens up and I'm like, yes. Oh,
2: this this
0: is Onyx or something? Yes.
5: Yeah. Yeah, It was
2: Onyx. It was Onyx until he changed it when he became a samurai.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it was like like
1: Nobu or something.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: man.
1: Looks like I'm retiring.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just lean super hard a Afterwards,
1: in. it was I, perfect. So, some things that I didn't realize when I was watching this as a kid, because I used to catch it out of order at random times at night when I was watching. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. All yeah. that's all of our experience that's, with Cowboy. That's, Pop. that's our experiences with any television show, on Adult Swim, it's just like so chaos, yeah. yeah. Um, so, when I was, um, so when I was watching this I didn't really get to piece together the sort of strings that were happening throughout the whole thing the sort of like overarching stories that were happening like I don't know why but like the, honestly the big thing that happened in the show was the moon was exploded by a hyperspace yeah. gate and then that sort of like set everything off into western town because like because like the earth is destroyed uninhabitable and everybody's thrown out into space everybody's trying to keep it together the what is it issa or whatever trying to hold everything together but they admit you know bounty hunters are part of the process now because it's absolute chaos um while at the same time with super high tech you know super super advanced technology with this chaos that happened to the earth and spreading everybody out. And I never really picked up on that sort of idea there. I always just thought like, Oh, cool cowboy show, cool space cowboy tech show, whatever. Um, but I never really, uh, sort of picked that up.
5: Yeah. I, I think that his, uh, um, sorry, I got distracted because Colin's (laughs) video. Um, let me restart that. He
4: had to pick his nose.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and, uh <laughs> He got caught. Uh, <laughs> busted live on Sci-Fi Cross Section. No, wow, 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 wow! Yes, this, um, this anyway. visual
2: podcast. Fifty fifty billion 50 billion Longs on Colin. Yeah, on
0: that so, <laughs> that's all I'm worth to you. But A billion? Um, <laughs> okay,
5: yes. <laughs> one is- of my favorite aspects of the show is. Cause I should say first, one of my, I think the best aspect of Westerns, what makes a good Western is, uh, the feeling of the frontier ending, the feeling of civilization creeping ever closer to the cowboy. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's a, you you were great. You, you, you illustrated perfectly bill with how it all happened, but I love that. It is, it is coming to an end also. Yeah. And the way I was like, because I was sitting there thinking and I was like, how do you show that the frontier is ending in a literally infinite frontier space? And it's with all the no smoking signs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Like it's, it sounds like I'm making a joke, but it's yeah. not like that. That has to be what it, what it, what's going on. There is these no smoking signs are being put up. This is clearly not something they're used to as whenever whenever it's happening. These no smoking spaces. This is their version of civilization finally reaching their their frontier, their outlaw land. And it, it is it's not a, it's not a theme of the show, per se, but it is in the background there. And so I always I, I like that they included that in some way.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's, it's really cool because like at the same time, there's this the civilization is a corporate monster, the syndicate. Or, uh, you know, when the, I don't know what that last episode, the Red Dragon or whatever, tried to throw a coup or whatever. But the Syndicate is like a evil sort of corporation. And it is the thing that's taking over. And like from that episode with the bomber, like he was. Oh, his whole, his whole screen. His whole thing, his whole creed at the end when he was talking about it is just say, basically saying like. You know, consumerism, industrialization, whatever, you know, like, you know, he's saying all of this and then slap at the end, like, no matter how far they get, no matter what they do, their goal isn't to, like, change the world. It's to make a couple bucks, right? So they try to do this and then they come up against the the consequences of Spike's actions years ago. So, like, his involvement with the syndicate and everything coming to a head there. And it's like, it's so weird because you're right, because like, there's all these things that come together, but it's also the frontier being crushed by the dog that wound up on top.
5: You know, it's. Yeah, I don't. I I was just going to say, I don't think the syndicate's a corporation, though. They're a crime family. Yeah, but. On Ganymede. But so. Or not Ganymede, Mars. But
1: so, so perverse that like, or so, I'm sorry, um, pervasive. That sort of the cops are even like,
5: I don't know. It's just, it's just a crime family. Yeah. I I I don't know because because it's funny because you bring up you bring up the Teddy Bomber yeah. episode again and I I feel like a lot of that episode is so great because that that that's the writers like speaking to the audience like they're like we we really wanted to tell this really fascinating story about capitalism and and science and progress and how it's all just all everything is just a, a, an awful bastard bastardized monument to capitalism and blah, blah, blah. But audiences like cowboys and samurais. So that's all we can really get at. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Like executives just uh, like got in the way from us telling a a really meaningful, ideal story there, you know? Right.
1: So they actually had to just speak through the mouth of a character and just say, this is what we meant to do. Yeah.
5: (laughs) This is what this was, and if you look, it's there. Of course, yeah. I'm not saying they didn't get to do it, right. but uh, it's definitely not as, it's definitely you know it's not uh, it's not in your face. It's this show is more cowboys and. And bebops. Yeah. <laughs> Go I'm not gonna lie, that's my preference. <laughs> uh,
3: not in.
2: I'm not into it for a ham-handed moral. You, uh... I'm into it to see like things get blown up, girls in like small shorts, like <laughs> bounty hunting, cool fights. You know, that's that's what I'm
4: that's that's what I'm into sci-fi for. <laughs> I've talked about this a few times on the cast, like on on various various ones that various projects that just seem to fall short and I feel like the biggest problem with all of those were like you were saying earlier Miller they make sci-fi the premium you know front row seat genre and they hold the whole thing is like a gimmick based on the fact that it's sci-fi and whatever sci-fi like aspect they've you know shopped up to make it interesting they think and then the the story comes after and it always they're always terrible or at least like eh you know, I don't regret watching it, but I wouldn't watch it again. You know, <clears throat> like yeah. this. This just a great show, and they've just they've the sci-fi is like a backseat that makes everything, you know, turns it up to eleven for me. Mm-hmm. What already would have been a great story in another setting, you know.
2: Yeah, and well, here's 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 a small comment to that. It's um, there are a number of episodes that are just really hard sci-fi. Um, the the episode where they're talking about like. Um, it's the cult yeah. uploading mm. your brain yeah. uh, to the web or whatever. Like that's really hard sci-fi um, and it still works. I mean, it still works within the, the the realm of Cowboy Bebop. It still works in what they're going for. But I mean, I, I yeah, that's, that's ultimately, I think that I, that's why event horizon is such a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not just saying this to get Ben's goat. This is one of the reasons why it's a horror movie with a sci-fi Back, backdrop like you know sci-fi takes a backseat to this being a horror sci-fi it's not a sci-fi horror um, you know just like this is a you know noir sci-fi or a western sci-fi kind of a, a secondary genre kind of a thing so yeah that's exactly uh, you put exactly uh, the right words there Mark
1: Well, it, and I also I also feel like just going back to that episode like with the hard sci-fi it also winds up, it's not afraid to wind up in a gray area, like all the time, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's absolutely, I mean, I feel like one of the, one of the things with anime uh, in general is that, and I'm not saying like, this is like the forefront huge shows. I'm saying like the run of the mill is that you wind up with this sort of black or white ending. And like, it's usually pretty hard um, which way the, you know, the story goes, and the nice thing about this is that they weren't afraid to go into that sort of noir gray area, which is really cool. Kind of shows that it kind of transcends the medium even uh, in terms of anime. Even though it is very anime, it is also very um, it's also very very noir and hard sci-fi in a lot of ways. Like, cause you, I feel like when they're going to the hospice patient at that point, and you see that it was just some lonely kid, and then it's like, well bounty's still here like you know right. like that's i mean it's like it's kind of horrifying in itself that's sort of uh that's sort of like loss of hope um in a lot of ways yeah
4: yeah that's just especially when the series is getting off you know getting up on its feet it's just episodic bounty tales where they're failing over and over again and half the time it's just because they're running into something where they're like well i could still go through with this but i don't think that it would you know stand well in my morals and they just like lose their bounty in their next you know week's rations to do to choosing not to you know do what's reprehensible i suppose
1: they're terrible bounty hunters
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they don't like letting people get away. They're like you know. seventy-five percent of the pouties that they go after are just gone. Yeah. It's just uh-huh. such a great way
4: to like see snapshots of all like you know all over the place and get yeah. looks at different areas of the world and ah oh, man, it's such a brilliant show. It's so brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, brilliant.
1: But uh, I'd say I'd say you're right because the world building in this is fantastic. The fact that there's you know they take the sort of you know wandering cowboy sort of ideal wandering into town and uh solving a problem which is a bounty um but never actually solving it in this case (laughs) but yeah no i'm
2: actually surprised at the sheer amount of crimes they solve like just being like it's one thing to be a bounty hunter and be like get that that guy get him Mm -hmm. versus like they're actually like figuring these
0: like crimes out they're i like just figuring I want out, you like, to know that that's a lot of what crime fighting is it's just pointing at someone and going
2: that one yeah but that's not what that's not a yeah well, i mean that's yeah that's, i mean that's your traditional like bounty stuff like just just get the guy like it doesn't matter just get him like he's got a bounty just go and and, and yeah it's like mark said like they're or or bill they're like figuring out like oh there's more than meets the eye to this like you know we you know let's we're we're gonna let the guy go or or you know the uh person with all the drugs um in her dress ends up explode like killing her boyfriend and
1: then they explode mm-hmm. so right and i feel like oh and i don't mean to overshare here i or over participate here but uh <laughs> i just really like watching the show um <laughs> so uh i i i, I a lot of the villains or the bounties in this show are kind of like a product of their environment in a lot of ways. And a lot of these cases, like um, a literal horrifying case is that one with the um, theme park or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, that, yes, yes. That
2: one, it. that one actually makes me the most uncomfortable
1: of any episode. It's horrifying. I, I don't like it, um, but like, it's, it's this guy who, you know, who is gone, went through all of this torture and yeah. went insane. And like, you know he was the real source of everything and you find out the real source of all these kinds of problems aren't like the bounty in itself they aren't really the mastermind it's really the environment that created the situation for this to happen in a lot of Mm -hmm. cases and it's kind of like the horrifying chaos that happened you know
2: yeah the experimental testing and yeah i mean a lot of these people kind of are just products of their circumstance you know I, i think to the um I think to the episode with the uh the guy there on um what is it Venus? Mhm. Yeah. The the, and the it's yeah. yeah, it's literally just some dude who stole this plant to to get money for his sister's eye operation. You know, and like that dude didn't deserve what he got. Like I felt like there's so many episodes where I just it, you it ends and you just feel really bad for the for the situation like you get this secondhand stuff because i mean like spike or Jed or or you know the, the main cast is experiencing this firsthand like oh this dude like is fucking dead all because he wanted to make his sister's eyesight better like that's <laughs> it sucks i i that's <laughs> it's so tragic that roll real focus. kind was. of like just life though like that's true life is tragedy sometimes
0: the good guy just doesn't win yeah. innocent good people get hurt there's no repercussions from it the world just moves on yeah that's that's kind of i I kind of like that about this show oh yeah i mean it's great that's that's
2: um i was about to spoil a movie that some of you weren't uh, maybe ever going to see but um yeah what, cowboy bebop
0: is, the, the movie <laughs> no that actually
2: uh takes place between episodes 20 uh 22 and 23 i read I that think.
0: that was them going to uh mars right
2: yeah, well, we should we should probably have watched that for this episode because I don't know if we'll cover <laughs> I was it. I like, don't know
4: if we'll cover it in a separate it episode. It fits into
0: the series. We probably should have watched. I watched it once, but covers. I
4: really don't remember it. I've never seen it. I st- I have it on DVD. Oh, so we should watch
2: it sometime. Is that what we're doing for my birthday? Blah 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 blah. Sure. If you <laughs> want
5: to replace your other one.
2: No, that's fine. Oh, I meant like actually do that like for, oh, okay. for my real birthday, my bad. like my really real.
4: B-day. Oh, oh, yeah, I, do, I sure. do love the uh, the episode where they they go to Earth, like Spike goes to get the VHS. Uh, the... Yeah. Ends oh, oh, man.
1: Man. <laughs> up <laughs> like being beta VCR. <laughs> yeah. Or the, they, they
2: they pick up. It's a beta tape, but they pick up a VCR.
1: <laughs> <coughs> that was so stupid. I feel like. That I was age playing age Valheim well.
2: while watching that and yeah. I'm like what a dumb premise <laughs> <laughs> but man that episode almost made me cry just mm-hmm. like with like Faye like just trying to uncover you know who she is I mean like there there's the you know traditional viewing of it where like Faye is this like hot you know piece of ass or whatever but then you like dig a little deeper and she's like just really like this hurt woman who's like trying to figure out like where she belongs in it like I, I was like you know, starting to starting to feel like a little. I like,
0: feel like if you try to try to, try to like, understand like, any woman beyond the surface. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> any I know,
1: most
2: women don't have this like ego. cryogenically frozen tragic past. A
1: lot yeah. of well, them I do. Play. A lot of them do. You just have to ask. Yeah. You know?
4: I do appreciate
1: right. the way that they were, that
4: you know she's not just like. <sighs> as much as they designed her with that like kind of scantily uh clad yeah. outfit and she's everything like she's not she's not just like you know uh dumb or like falling all over the other main characters or they're not falling all over, all over her like yeah they all keep it straight and narrow and I do appreciate that a lot
1: yeah
2: she's not like just some you know vacuous <laughs> dummy kind of character mm-hmm. she's got like she's actually pretty street smart you know
1: well it's nice it's nice that i mean it's like the what is it, the bechdel test or whatever where you uh try to measure <clears throat> how uh, women are represented in the media by measuring you know if they uh, do two women talk together do they talk about a man in the show and if those two things are false then or if those two things anyway coincide with what they should um you have a good show and i feel like there's no like sort of marginalizing her character for another character in a lot of ways. Like she has her own story and it's a strong story. And like, although there was a man who, you know, betrayed her, they really wasn't like the center point of her tragedy. They
2: spent, they spend one episode on it.
1: Exactly. And, but the rest of it is just developing her character Mm -hmm. by herself.
2: Yeah. Everybody's got all the main characters have incredibly strong arcs. And, I'm also really impressed with like just the one-shot characters, how you 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 get all of that you get their whole like story in one up ep- pretty much one episode. Um <laughs> I mean I, I feel like maybe the the weakest character in those terms might be Radical Edward. But <laughs> yeah. um I mean she shows up so late in the story mm-hmm. you know, that it's like by the time the series is by by the time the show is ending because this is you know early anime where a lot of times you only got that one season you Mm -hmm. know it's it's not a not even until modern animes that you like really call it seasons you know like you'd have things like dbz where you would have like sagas you know you'd have the cell saga and the boo saga and the you know um vegeta saga or whatever but i mean that you i feel like with older anime it's it's feast or famine you either get like 26 episodes, or you get, like, hundreds of episodes. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that kind of just lends itself to the different uh, genres of anime and manga. Did you know this is actually um, considered, like, more... The demographic is uh, considered shoujo, which is uh, geared towards uh, younger female consumers.
1: Hmm. I I didn't know
2: that. um, As opposed to... Shonen, which is view or sort of uh skewed more towards younger boys so like uh think think of this versus dbz
1: oh yeah definitely so yeah i could I mean, see it um <clears throat> yeah
2: i'm a little surprised this isn't more of like a this isn't more like uh what they call sign-in which is uh geared more towards like older males just considering the content i'm but, learning so much right now
1: I know, and, right? Well,
2: I, a, <laughs> I, I It's 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 actually really great. Um, I don't know why we put the schedule on it here, but I feel like I got two birthday picks <laughs> between this and my this one
0: and my actual pick.
2: I feel like you're
1: the um, only one that
0: gets birthday picks.
5: Yeah, why not? I? Yeah, I, I need yeah, to put it. Uh, I guess you're the editors. That's why we do it. We, we I got a birthday pick.
0: We
2: put yeah, it here. I've, always, I've just
4: asked. I got. Uh, I got Ben. As part of our D&D group uh, gift exchange, this was my... The the Blu-ray box set was my uh, gift to Ben. Oh, yeah. nice. Very uh, nice. Uh, and he watched for, uh, it on Hulu.
1: I'm no, just kidding. My request no. is that we watch Independence I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Day on 4th of July every single year. Every year.
4: <laughs> um, Dude, my boss worked on the new one. Really? Yeah. Cool. Oh, so, I
0: don't, I don't know. Um, I don't really know where to fit it quite as much, but it was one thing I wanted to bring up. I thought what was really interesting was uh, the way that they handled the character Gren, who was basically uh-huh. a non-binary.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. They just no, he he identified as he. Oh, he did.
2: Yes. Yeah, he just had a hormone problem from.
5: Oh,
0: okay. From I thought th- I thought it was. I misunderstood. I I didn't hear the. Uh... Yeah. Them refer. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, this was this was still 98 Japan where uh you know, you you couldn't go you couldn't go crazy with uh you know, non-conventional gender structure. Can I mean, you they, do that now you know? in Japan? Uh you can do it more than you could back then, yeah. You can definitely get away with it in America, which I feel is where Jap- Japan has shifted their demographic to. It's yeah. American weebs
0: that's where the money that's, uh, is that's
2: also the, the title of my audio autobiography um, Andrew Miller American Weed
0: <laughs> do you remember that it was a fucking meme it was like they would understand me in Japan and <laughs> it
3: just shows yeah. this,
0: like, this white dude dressed in like an anime character and this old Japanese man just like staring at him like what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you
5: <laughs> did you guys know
4: Matt Mercer did voices in this show oh, Really?
5: oh wait oh, wait wow. wait don't tell me awesome. don't tell me hang on was he? Uh, was he Andy? Because I was like, that I think I thought it might be him.
3: Hang on,
4: Matt Mercer might be a little. Old. It's uh. Let me uh do a little uh. Matt little Mercenary. Uh, there we go. Okay.
5: Matt would have been in his late teens, early twenties.
4: Okay, I, I see. Uh, various characters additional voices, and various characters. So,
1: not,
3: not, a, not a name. Got it. <laughs> Matt Mercer,
4: intern at Funimation.
1: Three episodes, though.
4: Three episodes.
2: Nice. Do they say what episodes they are?
4: Yes. Jamming with Edward, Waltz for Venus, and Heavy Metal Queen. Mmm. Heavy Metal Queen is a fantastic episode. That, that might be my
1: favorite. I... I oh, oh, oh yeah. I see. Um, sorry. Now that we're talking... I uh, saw... Uh, Cowboy Bebop live action series officially makes Gren non-binary. So in the new series, the live action is going to be coming out. A, uh, they are going to be non-binary. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: well. I mean, might as well. I, f- uh, I
5: figured that'd be the case because yeah. hormone they, they experiments a, yeah. would not play well in America. Oh, probs knobs. And it's, it's um, been
1: it's been twenty-two years too, so it's it's a different world.
5: Right. Speaking, exactly.
0: speaking of the live action, um, having now that you guys have recently watched the series again, uh, do you think it's a good idea or do you think like most live action animes, uh, it's just going to kind of be shit? Yeah, I,
2: I uh, uh, sorry, Bill, I'm I'm going to be pretty vocal about this. I, you know, uh, can't agree. <laughs> With uh, doing a, a live action series, I mean, I, I feel like this stands on its own, and this is just going to be a shallow cash grab. I hope I'm wrong, um, but they're, I don't. They're going to do, do
4: what every live action adaptation does, which is focus on the wrong things that they think are what makes the show interesting, yeah. and and then just do a bunch of like terrible visual gags with bad CGI. I.
0: I, for one, I'm going to say that this might be successful. I think the format of Cowboy Bebop could actually translate pretty well to live action. Um, just because they blended so many different styles together, I think it'll allow you to kind of just get a little... There's a little bit more freedom there, I think, for a live action show to exist. That's I, just
1: me. I think we'll see. I think that if they don't... If they try to do, a like, a... I know they won't, but if they try to do a sort of like shot-by-shot sort of translation, it's going to be terrible. Um, But if they try to just make their own thing with Cowboy Bebop in mind, I don't know. Like I said, jury's out. I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to watch it.
2: Hmm. Well, you'll get the chance.
1: Oh, really?
0: No. (laughs) At some point. Supposedly (laughs) this year. They finished uh, shooting it in March. So this month. I think it was last week they finished filming it. So probably next year then. Oh, you yeah. think? All right. Yeah. I don't know.
5: Netflix takes their time with VFX.
0: Yeah, but if COVID has taught anybody uh, anything, it's that the VFX artists could just work from home. It's fine.
5: Don't yeah, let them they, stop working. <laughs> they, t- they took their time before COVID, so they'll probably still take their time. Yeah, I know. I oh, know. Like Stranger Things Season 3, which was released in July... 2019 i believe wrapped filming in like may 2018 oh wow so yeah. you know they take their time they don't they're they're never in any rush because they never feel like they're weeks away from falling apart which they are so <laughs> that's a whole lot but that's a whole other conversation
0: well yeah i mean we're gonna get into it but i mean I just think the whole setup for making shows on streaming sites like that, it's it's a whole different concept, really.
3: Yes.
5: It doesn't work like your, your channels do.
0: Yeah. And they don't have to worry about things like ratings, I guess. Well, they do, but not in the same way. But, uh... Anywho, yeah. Um... All right, so you guys kind of talked about your favorite parts of the show... What did you not like? Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> Stop kidding. Um, I, have to. <laughs> I mean, I
2: I think for me personally, I, I'll I'll just come out and say it. I I think Radical Edward's a pretty weak character. Like, it provides she provides comic relief where I'm not really sure if any is really needed. Like the episode that introduces Radical Edward is really cool. I like the. uh the whole satellite thing, like being lonely and wanting friends, which is just a really sci-fi thing in general. Um, but I, I think we could have probably just left it there. Like no, I, I, it, don't if, I don't know. If she it's not a adds It's an anime what? thing. What? 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 <laughs> no, I, 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 think, I think a satellite gaining sentience and like wanting to recreate the Nazca lines is. Oh no! Great. I,
0: I was saying being lonely and wanting friends.
2: <laughs> it's very anime. We just lost our art. We just lost our otaku audience. Our neat, no, no. Our, our
1: neat audience. Our
2: weeb, our weeb audience. Our shut all the shut-ins just turned <laughs> off their. Uh, they, now they're they're watching their Hatsune Miku videos.
5: Well, in that
0: case, <laughs> you're just saying things at like this point. <laughs> right quick,
2: Colin, say ugu to get back our weeb audience. Say what? Ugu.
1: Oh. Wait, Thank it, Mark. <laughs> that was so good all right i'm back in a... yeah i believed it
0: <laughs> no not... i um no I, i'm not i'm not here to shit on people that watch anime i mean i just watched 26 episodes of an anime I've, I've seen anime before it's it's never been an issue i just think that was funny yeah, yeah we it get was, it you're not, not gatekeeping anime yeah. it, was, it was a good joke
3: I, Just a
2: joke, guys. Just a joke. I'd say,
1: I'd say. I'd joke. Oh my god! I'd say that the. Uh, <laughs> I'd say that the. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like the the vicious storyline, it comes and goes, and I. Even though like Spike like Spike for twenty five episodes is the super nonchalant, hyper competent sort of person, and then it all kind of like, then you like. Spike like this whole thing just sort of opens dark, up. Dark super dark past for just Spike, super dark past. Yeah. You you know, you really feel like internally he's like reliving these horrors in his past.
0: So so for me it works really well is after um what's her name? Julia? Julia Julia. After Julia dies and he goes back to talk to Jet slash Jeff.
3: <laughs> um,
0: he's totally nonchalant in joking with Jeff, and I was like, "Jet, sorry, fuck, I'm all fucked up." And I was like, "So the whole time, this darkness was under that surface, and he's able to just—I don't—I'm not going to call it like code switching, because that's not a proper term, but he, mask. Well, yeah, he oh. just switches between the two. Yeah. We we'll call it a mask. Yeah. Well, he's know.
5: he's he's joking with jet because julia wasn't a real character so like he didn't really feel anything about it
1: <laughs> that's fair honestly that's fair she was kind of made to not be a real character she was you know? made she to was, like made kill... to be an ideal yeah like
0: it we know we I... could have had that's what she represented
5: yeah. i agree with you though bill i think yeah. all the vicious stuff was the weakest part of the show i thought it was it was like Quintessential anime, and it was just like we don't need this. You you had you had something something else, and then you like fell back on what you know, and like what you're used to, just because probably to keep the audience, you know. And I get they wanted. It's it's like here's the other thing too. If they if they wanted to go, if they wanted to make vicious this big thing, then they should have done them. They should have given him more. They should have given Julia more. They should have given just the everything more because by the time it, it all came down to it, I was like, oh no, Lynn's dead. Oh no, Shin's dead. <laughs> oh no, Julia's dead. Oh, that one lady is, is dead, oh, I think. Oh, she was nice. And, and it's just like, I don't care about any of these people. I haven't had more than five minutes with them. I love, so like, I the, some yeah. of the
4: interactions at Sparks. Like, the way that it makes Spike act towards Faye and towards Jet. Like, well, yeah. they've been, they've gone through so much weird shit throughout the run of the show and nothing has made quite that much of, like, an uproar in the ship, you know? And They all,
5: sorry, go ahead. It's I just, like, it's
4: so good. Like, they, they could have, like you said, used that more or at least spread it out a little bit in the show. Like, made the made those key interactions happen like a little more sparsed out
2: yeah unfortunately yeah, sure. we get we get exactly four maybe five episodes total of the spike vicious julia like life cycle i, I think there's maybe six, maybe six tops because vicious shows up in the grand episode um we get a little bit but i mean yeah we get like at most six so i i do agree that like vicious is there just to fulfill the just to fulfill Spike's arc, ultimately.
5: And for the record, having characters show up simply to fridge for Spike is not good. In fact, it makes it, it it makes it worse. I was like, so Julia is here solely to die so Spike can be motivated to go kill fishes. She does not have a character. She's there to die. And, and that was that was a little that was just weak. And, and I don't know, maybe that's just Anime, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's like what they like. What the process is. Maybe that's you know. You know what I'm saying. Like I yeah. don't watch enough to know. But I was like, that's, uh, you know, I I wish I kind of wish the series ended when Faye and Ed, Ed leave. I thought that was a fairly fine ending.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I I,
1: think, I, uh, I oh sorry, Bill. No, you I no, I would agree. But you, I just wanted to say one thing. Um, with what you're saying, that maybe that's just anime, I, I think you might be right. Because I feel like if you put this in any other medium, if you thought of this as just a regular show and took the character of Julia and looked at her, you'd be like, what the hell are they doing with that? The entire time. And, like, we're kind of rationalizing it because it's this, you know, big big anime sci-fi cowboy noir thing that happened and then this character was thrown in there but this were any other medium I, I feel like we would be turning our head sideways trying to, to figure it out uh,
0: so if you guys ever watch Procedurals um, that's no. like the most common fucking shit in the world of like <clears throat> here's this character introduce a new character this entire fucking backstory opens up resolve <clears throat> move on we'll do it with another character later on don't worry Two episodes later, introduce this character. This whole other backstory...
4: Yeah,
2: that's... I really don't... Well, yeah, yeah. I, I w- mean that's the, that's the whole... That's the entire show. <laughs> like, just introducing new mm-hmm. characters and resolving yeah. their backstories. I yeah, definitely I just, don't
4: think it's like an anime thing, necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a... They tried to... They set up the cool stuff that was very vague about Spike's background, and it almost seemed like it was dead. And I kinda wish it hadn't come back, but when they were like, maybe we'll... We'll take that and that'll be how we like kind of end the, round the show out. And I think they just executed it poorly. I don't think it was a anime like fall fallout, I guess you would say.
5: I yeah. think it's the do had, just have that.
4: Yeah. They had
2: 26 episodes to tell a story. Like this is this anime came out in 1998. You at best you could hope to get like you know a run like DBZ was getting, which is just I mean, at the time, was just so few and far between to just be a, a weekly show for ever. You know, I mean, a lot I mean, of these are just manga adaptations that would get 26 episodes or 20, yeah,
0: 26 or so episodes, and then that's it. I mean, I apologize to all the DBZ fans, but that is just like some simple ass shit that, yeah, you could just run for that long, but it's literally just dudes screaming for an entire yeah. episode. <laughs> DBZ's fun. Dragon Ball, uh, what is it? Dragon Ball Z Kai? Yes,
4: arc? is
2: yep. that that's that's a way more concise version. Usually, where they cut out like <laughs> the we dude's entire yes. episodes of dude <laughs> screaming. Like yeah, they just cut all that out.
4: It's absurd. You know. Literally, like cut cut the whole uh, like Saiyan arc in half. Cut the Vegeta arc in half. Yeah. Like it's it's wild. Um.
0: Ah, oh, fuck. What was he going to say though?
4: I don't even remember. There'd be um, episodes where someone thing, would just oh, be like flying oh, remember, across okay. a planet. For <laughs> um, yeah, the entire training of it. montages.
0: Oh, uh, I was gonna say, I would have been happier if the whole like Julia vicious thing was just an arc in the show, and then there was just a different ending somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I would have been fine with it, but, but the fact that that was the culmination of this entire show, that was
1: probably disappointing. I think that's it. I think you're right, Colin. Yeah, I agree well, with
2: yeah, it, and it sucks when you care when you you know boil a character down to a simple device because i mean what's the overarching theme to this entire show it's it's loneliness and it's longing everybody in this show is either lonely or longing for something that they don't have or they had in the past that got away from them you know this 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 was spike's life you know that he had to leave you know jet had his own thing you know, he had he had these two women who he had um, been involved with. Both of those had to fizzle out just based on circumstance. You know, uh, th- there's a little bit of a, a loneliness thing with Ed. Less less so, but you know, just you know, not having her parents. You know, Fay not knowing who she even is. You know, all of these other characters. You know, there's like a loneliness or a longing, and so it's just it it's I think relatable to a lot of human beings and kind of the human experiences that I think we're all kind of searching for something we don't know how to get.
0: Yeah, that tracks.
4: <laughs> that tracks. What was tracks like? <laughs> <laughs> that tracks like a beta tape. Well, what, what did they nice. say at the
0: end where it was like the guy, at the end, people are kind of living in the past to uh, justify that they were even alive or something like that.
1: Yes. Yeah. I thought that was yeah, that, I thought it,
0: that was pretty like, decent. Yeah.
4: Pretty decent. I like that line. Yeah. To prove that you were here. Yeah. That's what that's I'm saying, man. You. Like, a lot of that dialogue in the last couple episodes were very cool, and it just yeah, the like final encounter felt so weak. Yeah. It was like it yeah. felt weirdly inevitable. Like you were marching towards it, and at all these points, you're like you could just not you could just not do it, <laughs> but you just like felt obligated to to do it.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's because they only had twenty six episodes, which yeah. that's a, that's that's a lot of episodes. But um, maybe they just felt rushed at the end; they didn't plan out their yeah their story as well as they could have. I don't know. There are what?
2: definitely there are definitely episodes that I could see them removing in order to give the ultimate buildup a little bit more build-up the ultimate you know the, the ending a little bit more build-up you know like they're like mushroom samba they probably could have gotten rid of you know that didn't do a whole lot for me there's um there's the episode where like spike goes off to get swordfish repaired and it's like was, it's I a was, little it's a slow episode i was okay with
0: that episode oddly i don't know why
2: yeah no it's 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 a good episode but it's just like some of the slower ones um you know, uh, let me try to look at the, the episode list here. Um, I don't know how you guys felt about uh, the episode "Toys in the Attic," the one with the uh, venomous blob from the fridge. Oh, I love that because that that's definitely. A, <laughs> I don't know why I love that episode well, so much. I think about that episode so in my daily like life. Just
0: like the sci-fi horror and stuff. That's right. Yeah. Well, fun there's with a
2: lot. It. There's like a there was a running theory for for a while that it was just the last episode of the show aired out of place. Because when you leave, when the episode ends, everybody except for Ed's been bitten by this poisonous blob. You just assume they all die, but like, it's like, yeah, it doesn't really resolve, but it's like, no, they talks about the autopilot being on. So presumably they got to safety and got the cure. Yeah, cured.
5: <laughs> yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like there aren't a lot of, like, channels in Japan, like, and, like, in the same way, like, BBC doesn't have, like, a lot of channels and, like, you know, they have, I, I, I understand that there's, like, some, but, like, Canada, I don't think there's a lot of channels. Um, and so, with that being said, it's not, like, uh, at least not in 1998. With that being said, I feel like most of these shows, like, this is a show that, like, in America would be on HBO and, therefore, would be able to change up the formula a little bit uh, because it's on HBO, because it's not TV; it's HBO. And where, whereas in like Japan, if this is airing on the same network as pretty much every other anime, then you have to end with some big bad conflict, or else your audience is going to be hands in the air, angry and upset. So that's sorry. I know that jumps back a little bit, but I feel like I feel like that was. That's what I was thinking of where it's just like, they had no choice. They had to do it because it's 1998 and taking risks on something was unheard of at the time. You know.
0: Kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, you do know that it was uh, canceled on its original broadcast, right?
5: No, I didn't.
0: Uh, yeah, so it only got a handful of episodes in. Uh, first off, it was aired out of order. And also, they decided it was too violent for its time slot, which was at like six PM. That Hmm. the they just canceled the show, and then it got picked up somewhere else.
5: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Not
4: interesting.
5: interesting. The more I guess there are at least two channels in
0: Japan.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, uh, it was
2: originally on TV Tokyo. That it uh, that it aired yeah. from April third yeah. to June twenty sixth, and
0: then it got picked up. And then up it on was picked
2: a, up by Wow Wow Broadcast. which is ba- it's, it's a
0: ca- it's a cable uh,
2: channel. Yeah. So
0: got it.
2: Wow Wow,
0: Bow, right. Wow Wow Wow. EPA yippie-y. um, hey, yeah.
2: Space Western spikes Spiegel, you don't know nada.
0: You know what I actually want to <laughs> do now, and I know Ben didn't care for it as much as we probably hyped it up. I kind of want to watch now. I want to watch Firefly again to see how many references I can see now.
5: I'm. I'd be down to watch Serenity again, which is a perfect ending to an otherwise mediocre show.
4: People like flipped out about that show so much. I watched the first episode. I was like, "That was pretty cool, I guess." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's like beat Babaloo. Like
5: like by the time I got to episode thirteen, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I get why it was canceled." One hundred percent, and I'm sorry. I know that's gonna piss off a lot of our sci-fi fans who are listening in, but uh
2: that's fucking a lot cares. of people are just Joss Whedon <laughs> toadies.
5: But um, and, and furthermore, like I said, like Serenity wraps it up so perfectly. Like the people who are like, bring back Firefly. I'm like, and do what? It's over. They, they ended it. They killed off the only interesting character. Characters, yes, many yeah anyway sorry I, know. No, I, get, you. I get you um, I, I get so upset when people talk about Firefly
0: is it flawed let's, well, let's, yes. let's
5: talk
1: about Firefly this episode I want to see that. <laughs> how about we do
0: a, uh, we're going to do a, a revisit um, couple episodes so next week I think we should do Firefly the week after that let's do Event Horizon again
3: oh yay
5: <laughs> not only will I not watch another TV show in a week uh
0: he's triggered.
5: We have Equilibrium next week for
0: Andrew. Hey. Yay, which honestly I think we all enjoy that movie, so let's do it. Oh, it's so good. Are we are we wrapping up this episode? Is that what I'm is yeah. that yes, what I'm understanding? Are. Yes, we are. Uh, I don't have anything good. else to add about Cowboy Bebop. If you guys do, by all means. I mean, there's so
2: I mean, there's 26 episodes. I mean, honestly, we could have like a whole sub-podcast dedicated to talking about each episode. I'm sure there's five already.
5: Are we doing uh, the good-bad? <laughs>
1: we,
0: we are do we doing, really are doing, doing do the do good-bad. Good, I, 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 mean, I, I don't think so. I think, so. think I we, think we need can. to, but we're gonna do it anyways. So Alright. gonna start, start with Mork.
4: Little old me. Uh, Good sci-fi. Um, staple anime and one of the you know, formative animes, one of the, uh, apart from, like, your Dragon Ball Z being just around all the time growing up, like, this was one of the first, like, real serious pieces of, of pieces of art anime that I ever watched, and, like, made me realize, oh, anime is not just Dragon Ball Z. Wow, okay. And, uh, yeah. Now I'm a weeb.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, thank you, Mark. Uh, we're going to go to Ban I've
5: been really quiet today.
0: You
2: have.
5: Because, uh, quieter than normal. And here's the thing I, uh, Mark, I love you so much. And I, I was like, I was like, whatever I do going into this, I don't want to hurt Mark's feelings because <laughs> I enjoyed this and I'm glad I watched it more than anything. I don't think I like anime. I think I can say that wholeheartedly now. I just don't like anime. Oh, no, that's fine. Uh, is, Mark's,
2: okay. is Mark's last name anime? He, no, he got that, he, got this, from he got this for me. He
5: got this for me as a gift, and I appreciate it so much. And I do love it, and I'm excited <laughs> to watch the extras because I love that about Blu-rays. And I I think it'd be very interesting to watch how they make it. Um but I, I don't think I like anime, guys. It's just at at, at every turn I, I I realize that anime is Japan's soap opera. But it doesn't want to be a soap opera. It doesn't realize that it's just melodrama after melodrama, and I think it's it's exhausting at certain points that it tries to be so serious. When that's why I loved Cowboy Funk so much, because at no point does it try to take itself seriously. It's just a huge joke, and I thought that was hilarious. I, I never laughed so hard watching anime. Uh, as sci-fi, it is okay uh it doesn't really utilize its themes well though it is very cool and i think it's honestly a better western than it is sci-fi uh but i enjoy it i think if you like anime you should definitely watch it but i don't think it'll change people's minds on anime like i've heard it might (laughs) and i'm sorry i hope that wasn't mean. no that wasn't that wasn't (laughs) I you just you think it's funny because it.
4: that was that was my standing point for a long time, was like you keep saying you don't like anime, but I think if you watch this show you you'll be like, Oh, anime can be this. So, well, there you go. Now <laughs> we know at least.
5: I know some <laughs> anime that he yeah.
0: needs to watch that I know he'll fucking love, so
5: we'll I might still try on Genesis. It's not gonna be the chill.
0: sci-fi genre for sure. Yeah. Uh all right, so. try <clears> Trigun <throat> Gun.
5: Um, I'd
1: say it's, it's good sci-fi because there are a lot of solid episodes that could be considered hard sci-fi while also being entertaining in a lot of different ways. It's a really enjoyable show. I like it. It's cool. It's good to give to like, you know, I feel like it's sort of like one of those timeless things that you could give to like, I don't know. And this is going to be me talking to myself, I guess, the 13 year old boy like me, um, like, say, hey, kid, this is a really cool thing. You should watch it. And then you're like, oh, my God. Like, a lot of things 13-year-olds do. But um, I'd say that it's really solid sci-fi. I think it's worth um, worth watching. Um, if you've got the time, it's a short episode, so you can watch it in little doses and uh, enjoy. Yeah. All right.
0: Thank you, Bill. Andrew?
1: Um, I'm going
2: to go ahead and say unsurprisingly um i for for me personally this might be like top five top ten sci-fi for me personally um i mean there there's a reason that this show has stuck with me since i first watched it as a teenager all those years ago and i still think about shows and themes uh from the show i mean tank everybody come on tank and real folk blues man oh fuck i wanted to talk about how fucking awesome the music is in the show i forgot to (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so like the like man i mean there there are some songs that are a little bit meh but man i think we can all agree that tank and real folk blues are just iconic songs and i don't know what the live action show is gonna do because uh i don't know i mean if they get that yeah um and that, that, that's something else. Like if I, I really hope the live action show is good just to see if it translates. So, you know, somebody who doesn't like anime might still like the story, you know, I mean, maybe the anime is not for Ben, but maybe uh cowboy bebop. The show is going to be, um, but you know, th- this, this show has been, been with me for, uh, half my little bit, little bit under, maybe, maybe exactly half of my life. And, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that away. I'm really glad. I had never watched it in sequential order before. It's like we had said, you catch it when it's on, an adult, on adult Swim. You've seen all the episodes, but you probably haven't seen them in order. Um, so I'm glad I finally got to do that. Um, but yeah,
0: uh, best sci-fi. Oh, man, best sci-fi. Um,
5: and the award for best sci-fi goes
0: to. I'll try to be pretty brief. Um, I think it was good sci-fi um i like the the idea we don't get to see this enough of seeing a sci-fi show where the you know each episode they don't have to connect it stands alone on its own it's one of the reasons i love procedural like cop shows so much just because i just i love to just jump into an episode watch it uh present a problem conflict resolution get the fuck out give me another episode let's go i love that i kind of like that about this show um I think it's a neat way to explore sci-fi. Um, fuck, I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one. I know. Strike me down, oh lord, for saying so. Um, because it's episode by episode. I really enjoy that. Um, I also love this show because uh, I think it, it it does drama in a certain way that most people, most writers and show creators don't do anymore. And that's in that like Shakespearean format of you give comedy, tragedy, comedy, tragedy. You just keep shifting it. Because if you keep getting like tragedy all the fucking time, like Game of Thrones, you get burned out. Breaking Bad, you get burned out. If you watch comedy all the time, you just fucking get tired of it. You're like, all right, I'm not in a good mood and this comedy is not making me happy. You leave. But if you're getting both a blend constantly, you, uh, I think it, it works better for telling stories. Um, so, yeah, I
5: guess that's I- I also wanted to just jump in really quick at the end because Bill said something that made me remember. It's like, I didn't grow up with any anime at all. I didn't get Cartoon Network until I was in high school. Uh, So the only anime I did grow up with is like Pokemon and Digimon. So like that also may be a thing is it's like it's not, it wasn't like ingrained into me as a child. So like, I just might, there might be a statute on limitations on getting into anime. It's worth a science project.
0: Well, if you get into anime once you're a certain age, you... I don't know. What? I
1: don't know.
2: <laughs> He's going to say shit. something inflammatory to the weeb community. I, I guess he
1: was. Um, There's a
5: certain age where you're no longer legally allowed to get into anime. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> There's a certain age where you just can't interact with uh, teenage girls. <laughs> no, uh, I think... Yeah, good sci fi. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I fell asleep a couple of times, but that's because I kept trying to watch it at night, and I gotta stop doing that. Gotta watch things during the day. I'm old. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's all we have. Ben already said it. Next week, we are doing the sweet, sweet, awesome fucking movie Equilibrium, mm-hmm. which I've watched as a kid, I've watched as an adult. Oh, yeah, still fucking love it. So, um, yeah that's my pick for my birthday i'll tell you right now everybody's gonna um, say good sci-fi on that one
1: but we'll get to it next (laughs) week i don't feel one way or the other
5: yeah i'm the same with phil i'm like uh, i it's gonna we're gonna have to do a new review on it because uh, i feel like feel like my my over testosterone high school brain liked it too much just for the gun The gun, oh, the gun cool. food. It, it has. We'll, I don't. I don't feel.
2: Uh, yeah, we we'll get to it next week. We'll fucking get. Yeah, to we'll it talk about it next right? week. I got a lot of points already.
0: All right. Uh, <laughs> sorry to all I of our anime listeners. It. I didn't mean to insult you. I was just having fun. I can't limit my insults to the French, as much as we want to. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have. But to, we'll lay it on thick to the it. I gotta yeah. spread it around. If you're a French anime fan, just why the fuck are you still listening to this podcast at this oh, point?
5: I like Code Lyoko. <laughs> I'm gonna put Code Lyoko on the on the schedule. Season one, <laughs> yeah, a big head. I want to make me watch code, show, code Lyoko. So. Okay, those, all those legit. characters
2: have six heads.
5: Yes, they 100 too. Fucking six do. and seven
0: heads, man.
5: French anime is uh. where it's at. I'm a big French anime fan. Mm.
0: Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. Until next time. See you, space cowboy.
3: とちょっと